Hey, welcome to the Dying Daily Podcast. My name is James, and I'm going to try to get through this as best I can. We are in allergy season out here in West Texas, and man, I have never had allergies like I do out here. Um, it honestly sometimes just feels like having the flu or being like really sick. So we'll see if this works. I guarantee you I'm going to be doing a lot of editing of coughing uh, before this is all over. You know, I wanted to talk today a little bit about opinions. We seem to be in a place in our society of just being hyper-opinionated. You know, for future reference, um, you know, right now we've got, you know, Donald Trump is our president. We've got this gun control thing going on after the school shooting in Florida. We have got a lot of debate over things like sex and gender and sexuality. Just across the board, it kind of feels like we're, we're coming apart at the seams as a country sometimes. And it's a difficult world to be doing this in because there is so much information out there that it's hard to know what's real and what's not. I mean, you talk to somebody on one side of the issue and they will tell you that Fox News is the only true source of, uh, of information and that everything else is propaganda. Somebody on the other side will tell you the exact same about CNN and that Fox News is propaganda. You've got people on, yeah, I don't want to say the fringes, but people who are uh, you know more to the right and more to the left than that, who will tell you that all the mainstream news sources are propaganda and that you know, it's either a left-wing conspiracy or a right-wing conspiracy. And, and I want to be clear, I'm not, I'm not taking a side here because I don't know. The internet and social media and a 24-hour news cycle have put us in a place where we are just flooded with information all the time. And, you know, I think that, yeah, it's funny. I mean, a long time ago, I think that people pictured oppression and kind of delusion of the normal person coming about through uh, regulating information, through controlling it. And that has happened, but I think the way it's happened is through flooding us with so much information that we can't sift through it. Um, I guess that would be called disinformation, maybe. But the thing is, like, it, it's hard to know who who is giving us disinformation, who's giving us information. It seems like everything and everybody has an agenda these days. It's all commentary and opinion more than news. And so it, it's just, it's a weird time to be alive. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm turning 40 in August, so I'm old enough to remember when it was different. I can't imagine what it's like for people older than me having to watch this shift. Um it's got to seem like the world is just an alien place. And man, looking forward, I can't imagine what I'm going to think of the world when I'm in my 60s and 70s. Everything's moving so fast and changing so fast that I don't think I'll recognize it. You know, I'm mean, Ray Kurzweil talks about this. He calls it the singularity where the world becomes fundamentally unrecognizable to anybody who experienced it before the kind of technological explosion that's coming. But all of this is to say, we have so many different entities and people and commentators and celebrities and uh, even just our friends on social media trying to influence our opinion. Like there's a part of me that really wants to get off of Facebook right now, but I have, you know, I have business pages, but it's just because I've unfollowed so many people because they're constantly filling me with information that I don't feel like I need, that I don't feel like it, I don't feel as helpful. Um, but I notice it, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. My Instagram feed has started to fill up with this kind of stuff. Everywhere we turn, somebody is trying to influence our opinion in one way or another. 
this is troublesome because of what we were just talking about with this overwhelm of information, but it helps us come to look at a very basic question. And that is, why are we invested in our own opinion at all? Like, why does our opinion matter to us? It's a really, I know it's a weird question on the surface, but it's also a really weird thing when we start to look at it. Like, what is it about our opinion that makes us willing to invest in it to the point that we will ignore evidence to the contrary, that we will avoid hearing evidence to the contrary, and that we be, we take it personally when somebody disagrees with us. Now, on something big, like, I mean, like Donald Trump, like um, gun control, abortion, uh, transgender identity, all these different things. Like, I get where people get invested on those things. I think that, you know, with the leader of our country, people feel like that really affects their lives with gun control because of the media and stuff like that. People feel like they're going to die if every if other people have guns and other people feel like they're going to die if they don't have a gun. So those, I, I get why those are more personal. So it's a little easier to see where our investment comes from when it when it comes to those. But what about things like like food that we like or movies that we like or TV shows? You know, I'll notice like when I tell somebody, like I'll tell I'll tell Barbara about uh oh, come watch this on TV. It's funny or I'll show her like a funny video. And if she doesn't laugh, like I get this like annoyance with her and it's so stupid. Like it makes no sense. Like why like okay, I found this funny, she didn't find it funny. Why do I care? Like what what does her finding it funny or not funny tell me about this thing that I saw? What does her liking a show I like or not liking it, what does that tell me about the show? And this is on, I mean, this like this expands out to everybody around us, where if we really like a band and somebody else says they suck, like we, we get angry about that. When you look at this on the national stage that it's on with all the issues I mentioned before, like this is a recipe for disaster where we are deeply invested in our opinions, more invested than, I mean, maybe more invested than people were in the past because we all have these platforms and these soapboxes to go talk about them, um, where everybody, you know, people click like and people, uh, you know, can put comments. And it's really, it's a cheap way to feel like our opinion matters. I can scroll through Instagram or Facebook and I can like uh, 50 different statements in, in one minute. That doesn't mean that I'm actually agreeing with them or that I've carefully weighed out what they have to say. I'm clicking a button. Yet on the other end of it, when if I'm the one putting the opinion out there, oh man, that feels like validation. That feels good. And so I get more invested in my opinion. And so this creation of us as just highly opinionated and and, and feeling validated in that is, is kind of what's difficult right now. So, but if we stop and look at it, like where does this investment in our opinion come from? And I really don't know. I don't have an answer. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't start talking this morning with with an answer for anybody because I don't know if anybody has this. My guess is that it ties into the ego, um, and probably ties in back into our survival oriented, you know, to those survival oriented mechanisms from our past. Where if I say something and somebody else agrees, they are they are validating me. They are telling me that what I have to say is worthwhile. And, you know, if you look at it from like a survival orientation, that was good for us. Having the people around you see you as a leader and worthwhile and valid, you know, that, 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 that meant you were a good, a good solid part of your clan or your tribe and that you weren't in danger of being kicked out. And, you know, that was, that, that's what kept us alive back then. We were solid middle of the food chain. We're nothing special. You take away our technology and like a pack of dogs eats us, you know, um, I mean, shoot, I mean, we could probably be like mauled by a raccoon if we, if the raccoon was really intent on that, like if you take away spears and guns and fire and stuff. So 
There is a part of us, I think, that finds it very important and necessary to be agreed with. But that doesn't mean that our opinion is valid. People agreeing with us doesn't mean much of anything at all, um, especially in a world flooded with information. A vast majority of what I see people offering and talking about is not based on logic. It's not based on reason. It's not based on any actual exchange with reality. It's based on an opinion. And I think that the other side of this social media um, 24-hour news cycle, all that stuff, is that we are making so many of our decisions based on emotion. And I want to be super clear. This is both sides. This isn't, I'm not saying this about the, you know, leftist snowflakes or about, you know, uh, right-wing nut jobs. Like, everybody is basing opinions on emotion right now. And that emotion, the primary emotion that that a 24-hour news cycle seeks to generate in us is fear. Because that's what sells. We click on articles, we, you know, we stick around after commercials to see something when it's, when it's fear-based, when it scares us. And so, that emotion is really driving a lot of this. And then if we look at it in terms of ego, I mean, there's just something inside of us that that feels good when people agree with us. It feels good when people tell us we're right. You know, it feeds that sense of self and that I'm important. But the problem with all of this is that so much of it these days is based on that flood of information we've been talking about. Where we don't know what's right. And with the internet, we've been able to cultivate the information we get. We've been able to just, we, 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 we're very specific about what we hear. You know, people go to their set of websites and that's it. They don't ever have to hear the other opinion in any real way. And all the news people that we're following these days are commentators. They're not just telling us what happened, but they're telling us what to think about it. And so we're all becoming more deeply entrenched in what we believe. And then on the other side with this, you know, with just what we like, you know, I'm able to like... I'm able to like something and go online and find what they call a fandom and be part of it. And I'm able to get more deeply entrenched in that. If I like Doctor Who or I like pro wrestling or I like heavy metal, whatever, I can find online communities that that's what we talk about. And so my belief that this is a good thing, my belief that it's a, it it could be a good thing. My belief that it's an objectively good thing that other people should invest in and like the same as me is, is becoming deeper. It's becoming stronger. And so we're all just picking and choosing what we take in. We're limited by the our exposure to other information, and we're getting really invested in this. And it might all be based on nothing. It might all be misinformation or disinformation or whatever you want to call that. It might all be based on just the fact that we surround ourselves with people who agree with us. And I think this has always been human nature, but I'm not sure that we had the ability to do it so totally as we are now. But the bigger question in all of this is, I think number one is, why does your opinion matter? Why does my opinion matter? Where do I get that idea from? Where do I get the idea that it matters enough that I get to inflict it on other people? That I get to infringe on their opinions, that my opinion needs to win out? That Barbara needs to like this funny video? So-and-so needs to like this band or dislike this band? And when I really stop and look at this and explore it, I find that a majority of my suffering comes from my opinions about situations. Not just things like, you know, what what TV show I like or what movie I thought was good or what I think about guns or what I think about Trump, but about my opinions of the weather, my opinions of traffic on the road, my opinion of when they should have been doing this road work because, uh, gosh, everybody's going to work at 8 a.m. on the weekday, so why are they out here working? And, oh my gosh, it's spring. We didn't even have a winter and we're already hitting 80. And, ah, why is it this warm already? And why are the allergies so bad? Like, what a stupid set of things to have an opinion on. 
The weather was here so far before me. It'll be here so far after me. And it does not care what I think. World events don't care what I think. The city of Lubbock does not care what I think about their roadwork schedule. And yet, here I am making myself unhappy about neutral situations by having an opinion on them. A practice I do on literally a daily basis is to ask myself, what would this situation be like without my opinion about it? What would it be like to sit in my car in traffic? What would it be like to go outside and it's 80 degrees already? What would it be like to see these kids marching and demanding something about guns or see Trump say something without my opinion about it? Like so many of these things are neutral happenings. I get that they have larger ranging consequences, but even those we have to stop and ask ourselves our opinion of. When we're looking at these things and we're extrapolating outward to what the larger happenings are, we're also offering an opinion on those results, on those consequences, when we may be wrong. So many things in my life that I thought were bad turned out to be the best thing for me. And over the long, over the long run of my life, when I look back, I have to say that my opinion was wrong a lot of the time. That getting what I wanted would have been the worst thing. I did a whole podcast on getting what we want. And so when we look at the suffering and the frustration and just the difficulty that our opinion brings us on a day-to-day and minute-by-minute basis, I do think we have to ask ourselves, why am I invested in my opinion? Why does it matter? I like what I like because I like it. Why do other people have to like it? On what I believe and how I think things should go, am I really, am I really digging into that? Am I really exploring the the truth of the matter or am I getting invested in it emotionally because once we get invested in something emotionally our opinion our opinion does the rest for us all we need is an emotional response to something and then our opinion will start justifying why what we think is right and everybody else are morons and so you know give that a try in every situation especially the ones that make you unhappy ask yourself what would this be like without my opinion What is this situation like without all my attachments and emotional responses and ego-infused desires? And just see what it's like without that. And I think that, like for me personally, I find that a vast majority of everything is neutral. It's my opinion that's bumping it one way or another and making me unhappy. And even if I'm happy, that's, that's very limited because I'm only happy so long as this keeps going the way I like it. It's very fragile. And it's investing my peace in the hands of things that I can't control because eventually things are going to change. Eventually the weather that I like is going to be different. Eventually some outcome on our national stage that I like is going to change. And if I'm super invested in that, if my opinion really matters, I'm going to be unhappy at that point. I'm going to suffer due to things that are beyond my control. And that's a crazy way to live. It's misery. Why do we do it? Hey, as always, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. You can find me all over the place. Um, I'm on Facebook for now. I'm still teetering on that. You can find me on Instagram as Fake James Henson. That's my favorite. I really like the people I found on there. Um, you can email me, james at jamesscotthenson.com. I started, I started making YouTube videos. Those are kind of fun. Um, I think you just have to search me on YouTube. It's James Henson. There's a picture of me. Uh, I don't have enough uh, subscribers to get my own little URL yet. So uh, check those out. See if they're worthwhile. Whatever you decide to do, I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you enjoy it, do me a favor, tell other people about it. I'm kind of moving out of the hustle of just self-promotion all the time. After, I think like almost two years of this, I just can't get right with that self, that constant self-promotion. So if you like this, tell other people about it. Um, if you like the YouTube uh, videos, subscribe and tell others. Or don't. That's cool. I'm going to keep making these either way. As long as as long as I enjoy it, I'm going to keep doing this. So, 
Throughout the week, ask yourself, what would this be like without my opinion of it? See if that alleviates some of the suffering that we're always in. Make note of the things that are constantly causing you to generate and formulate opinions and see if you can step away from them. See if that helps. See if that brings you a little bit of peace in life. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Have a great week.